morning, everyone, and happy Monday to all of you. Um, this on Anchor. This is Scott Lutz, and I want to first of all, I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, may God bless you richly through these scriptures um, spiritually, um, and uh, I just pray that uh, all of you um, will be blessed by all this. But anyway, we're going to go to. Let's go ahead and head to, into the scriptures. Let's go to Esther chapter 5, 1 through 14, Esther's request to the king, and then Haman's rage against Mordecai, and then we'll head to the New Testament reading, which will be Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through 56, and let's go ahead and get started on the scripture. On the third day, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the palace. In front of the king's hall, the king was sitting on his throne, royal throne in the hall, facing the entrance when he saw Queen Esther standing in the court, he was pleased with her and held out to her the gold scepter that was in his hand. So Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. Then the king said, "This is, What is this, Queen Esther? What is your request? Even up to half the kingdom, it will be given to you. If it pleases the king, replied Esther, let the king together with Haman come today to a banquet I have prepared for him. Bring Haman at once, the king said, so that, that we may do what Esther asks. So the king and Haman went to the banquet Esther had prepared. As they were drinking wine, and the king again asked Esther, Now what is your petition? It will be given to you. And what is your request? Even up to half the kingdom it will be granted. Esther replied, My petition and my request is this. If the king regards me with favor, and if it is pleased and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and fulfill my request, let the king and Haman come tomorrow to the banquet I will prepare for them. Then I will answer the king's question. Haman's rage against Mordecai. Haman went out that day happy and in high spirits. But when he saw Mordecai at the king's gate and observed that he neither rose nor showed fear in his presence, he was filled with rage against Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself and went home. Calling together his friends and Zeresh, his wife, Haman boasted to them about his vast wealth, his many sons, and all the ways the king has honored him, and now he had elevated him above the other nobles and officials. That not all, and that's not all, Haman added. I'm, I am the only person Queen Esther invited to accompany the king to the banquet she gave, and she has invited me along with the king tomorrow. But all, the, all this gives me no satisfaction as long as I see the Jew Mordecai sitting at the king's gate. His wife Zeresh and all his friends said to him, have a gallows built seventy-five feet high, and ask the king in the morning to have Mordecai hanged on it. Then get, go with the king to the dinner and be happy. This suggestion delighted Haman, and he had the gallows built. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, everyone, this is your New Testament reading of the day. This is Luke 8, 1 through 56, the parable of the sower. Let's go ahead and begin and read the scripture. After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming 
the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene, and whom seven demons have had come out, Joanna the wife of Cusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told them this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed, and as, as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. It was trampled on, and birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on rock, and when it came up, up the plants withered because they had no, no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. When he said this, he called out, "Who He who has ears to hear, let him hear. His disciples asked him, what the parable meant. He said, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to others I speak in parables, so that though seeing they may not see, though hearing they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and when then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rock are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing, they fall away. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and do, they do not mature. But the seed are on good soil stands. And for those who are with a noble and good heart, who hear the word, retain it, and by preserving, produce a crop, a lamp on a stand. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, he puts it on a stand so that the that those who come in and in it can see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will be disclosed, and nothing concealed that will not be known. Or brought, or brought out into the open. Therefore consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have even what he, he thinks he has, will, he has will be taken from him. Jesus' mother and brothers. Now Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him, but they were not able to get near him because of the crowd. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to see you. He replied, My mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put it into practice. Jesus calms the storm. One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep and a squall came down on the lake so that the boat was be being swamped. And they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. Where is your faith? He asked his disciples. 
In fear and amazement, they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. The healing of a demon-possessed man. They sailed to the region of Garcinus, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he looked, cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the evil spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and had been driven by the demon into solitary places. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him. And they begged him repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs were feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the hill, into them, and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw that what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man who was from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed in, in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then all the people of the region of the Garcinus asked Jesus to leave them, because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over the town how much Jesus had done for him. A dead girl and a sick woman. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a ruler of the synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house. Because his only daughter, a girl of about twelve, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years, but no one could heal her. Jesus, she came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Why, who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touch me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet in the presence of all the people. She told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your, father, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just believe, and she will be healed. When he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone 
go in with him except Peter, John, and James, and the, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were wailing and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. She is not dead, but asleep. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead, but he took her by the hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I thank you for who you are, Lord God, in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.